Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Roxanne. Today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay. Hello. To keep up with all our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Craze Mag and YouTube The Craze. And if you're watching this on YouTube, before we begin, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel to catch our next episode and hit that bell for notifications for when we upload new videos and other special content. So what are we doing today? It's been a while. How have you been? (laughs) A a lot has been going on. Um, A lot. Everybody I know is back in the BTS train so Mm -hmm. hard. And Mm -hmm. it is funny to watch because there are some people that, (laughs) some people I know that were like, had like abandoned them. And then as soon as the new song came out, all of us are just (laughs) like, oh my God. Yeah like bullet train of feels literally like here you go and wait we're, when we're recording this it's technically their anniversary so oh my god nine years where has time gone I can't believe it's been nine years I know I feel so old <sighs> feel so old uh, other than that how have you been <laughs> other yeah, aside you know. from k-pop stuff chill as you can see, I'm not in my normal location. Um, I've been forced, well, not forced is a good word. Uh, I am watching three geriatric dogs at once. So that's fun. <laughs> All of them are over the age of 12. <laughs> oh boy. Lots of special care and attention. Hey, at least you don't have COVID. That's true. I, d- I still have not gotten COVID. I did. <laughs> I did. No fun. No bueno. No, does not recommend 100%. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm on the tail end of um, recovering for, from it. If we had recorded last week, I probably would have looked like death. <laughs> so does not recommend. Not fun. Stay safe, friends who are listening. We have a lot to talk about today, don't yeah. we? A lot, a lot of opinions for today. So today, <laughs> today we're um, just going to do like a K-drama sort of roundup of three, three shows um, that are recent, sort of. The last one's not recent, but it is topical. Um, yeah, because the second season just started. So right, exactly. And, and um, we haven't done an episode on K dramas in a while. So I mean, it'll be good to just break it apart and see how we've been doing. I haven't been watching K dramas as of more recently, until like we decided on um, on the dramas that we were watching or discussing today same it feels like it comes in waves like there are times where I'm binging like constantly (laughs) and then other times where I'm not watching them at all so yeah this I feel like this all started because I started watching um 25 21 um and got very much in my emotions while watching that so (laughs) yeah we kind of ran with it yeah and then um also that uh was called business proposal um I mean, everybody's talking about it too. So they're fairly recent. All of these dramas are fairly recent. There, we. I feel like there's new K dramas coming out all the time. So you know, we'll see. But um, massive, massive spoiler alert! If you have not watched the dramas that we were talking about today, 
I recommend you click out of this episode, unfortunately, because we're going to be talking a lot about plot points and the storyline. So sorry, not going to be the episode if you haven't watched it. Or I mean, if you're that type of person, just, just to see what are other people saying about it, just because you're like, do I get invested in this or not? Then there you go. So who should we talk about? What are we talking about first? So we're going to start with um, a business proposal, which garnered a lot of attention. I didn't watch it um, until all of it was out, but Mm -hmm. there there was a lot of buzz about it. And specifically, um, Kim Mingyu's his name, right, is the second lead? Yes. Yes. There's one scene with him and the second lead lady that was... (laughs) man (laughs) yep if you weren't gonna watch it before if you weren't gonna watch it before if you saw that clip you're like oh just kidding um hello yeah (laughs) yeah honestly I think um when that specific scene I think I had spoiled for me um because I I think I started watching it close to the end of it already so technically when I started that clip came out and I was like where is this in the episode? Which one? You know, which one? Because, oh my God, that was spicy. And I'm like, okay, okay. Anyways, who else is in this drama first off? Uh, so the lead male is An Hyosup. Uh, I love him. Um, I first saw him in Father is Strange back in 2017. And like, I wish mm-hmm. he had had a bigger role in that. He was like, he was one of the main characters, but like at the bottom of the list. And then um, Kim Sejong is the female lead. So uh, they had, I think they had really great chemistry. I think so too. I um, like, this is actually my first K-drama for the both of them. Um, I know that Sejong has had a lot of work in the past. You know, we're used to seeing her from IOI and is it Gugudan, right? Was her previous group. Um, Rip, oh, Gugudan. And so getting to see her in this type of light for the very first time, I was just like, oh, she's actually really good. And she's cute. And they, they're they cute together. I think what I liked about Business Proposal is it, it had that balance of drama, but also funny. And um, uh, it's romantic, too. So it's just like, okay. You sold me. I think like her as her alter ego was what sold me because I think she was just so funny and the premise of it because she like, you know, going on a blind date, pretending to be her best friend. (laughs) And trying to ruin said blind date. Exactly. That was the whole point is to be over the top, but it did the opposite. So Exactly. It just made him like, oh, I want to know more about her. And then trouble just follows. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's very what I like about it it's very lighthearted. so to yeah. me even when there's like some of that drama mm-hmm. it's not like overwhelmingly sad ever yeah really. there's like it's just like you kind of it's like how do I explain it it's very cliche but like mm-hmm. it has all of the the regular like cliche k-drama tropes like the main guy is a CEO, rich, fucking <laughs> head of the company, yeah. air, dude, um, chayball guy who doesn't mm-hmm. care about love or women or anything like that and is being forced on blind dates by his grandfather. Um, 
I guess, you know, the leading girl is poor or comes from a family with obviously less means than and humble beginnings, humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are the other ones there? Oh, um, fake dating, mm-hmm. fake dating AU. Everybody loves good fake dating AU. Yep. I don't care who you are. So about that. Don't care if it's cliche. Love that shit. Mm-hmm. What are the, the other whole ones? Pretending to be somebody else cliche that's there in this drama. Um, or the, I have a crush on somebody else, but they don't know. So I'm secretly like in love with them. And then it just does not work out anyway. <laughs> and that heartbrokenness, though I will admit when she was going through that situation, I was just like, ow, that hurt. Oh like, yeah, the friend. I, she, yeah. Had a, she had a crush on a, another friend and he yeah. sucks. I hate it. He does. <laughs> he did suck. And I'm like, you just string her along. You knew the whole entire time. You're a dick. No. Oh. It's the classic. He was the classic. Like, I didn't want her until somebody else did. And now I want her. Exactly. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Exactly. Get out of Though, here. Um, and then I was so pissed off because his girlfriend, who, by the way, is... um. Dal Shabet's uh, Wuhi, by the way, which was nice to see her because we haven't really seen Dal Shabet in a long time. So getting a really to see, long time. So getting to see <laughs> members just doing some other stuff was really cool because I was just like, at first I was like, why is this girl so familiar? And just, she has the dimples and I'm like, I feel like I've seen her before. And I'm like, oh, wait, it's Wuhi. I know her. Um, but yeah, like when she, they did the whole trip thing, and they were trying, oh, I'm going to make you jealous kind of trope. But when that came along, you're like, oh, what a bitch. I don't like this. But I mean, overall, very entertaining show. Like I, it, it was really cute. I kind of wanted more, but I believe the comic is still ongoing because it's based off of Webtoon. Yeah, this, so. this drama is based off of a webtoon so um I haven't read it usually when that happens the drama itself is like very different from the actual like mm-hmm. webtoon and that always makes me think of cheese in the trap because that yeah just, that shit de- derailed it, it um, didn't work out <laughs> the way it should have no um so yeah uh I guess you could probably find that because I'm unfamiliar with the webtoon so I don't know how different it is but yeah yeah I think a business proposal was so popular because it was all those tropes but like it was fun so it's not like it was overdone in any sort of way it was just like a feel-good time it's a happy Mm -hmm. ending for everyone Mm -hmm. um and it's very funny there's a lot of like um sort of dreamlike situations because like Mm -hmm. there's a very unrealistic like things things that don't happen like it's cartoonish almost yeah in certain times yeah uh, my favorite part, you know, I have no ching. <laughs> yeah, that went, that went her, viral on TikTok. She is so funny in that show. Her character is just so funny. And then, uh, so like, I think you have like these little side characters too that just make it more enjoyable. And um, it's also, yes, it's about Sejong's character and Anha Sub's character, but you, you know, you have the side story of, the best friend and the secretary too the besties get together too and i think right would love and i'm that. just like thank you second leads finally getting the recognition that they deserve and they had really great chemistry too. speaking of i don't think we mentioned the the second lead female is uh so in huh 
I recognized her because she was in uh, Strong Woman Do Bong Soon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as uh, Jisoo's girlfriend. Yes. So I like saw her face. I was like, I know her. Where have I seen her? <laughs> yeah, like I've seen her in a couple of ones and it was nice to see her in a lighthearted character because I feel like in, I forgot the other one where she played, she played the girl villain in one of the shows and I forgot which one, but it was like, it this was like refreshing to see her and like she's happy and she's cute and she's kind of dumb about love too, so... I like the I like Kim Mingyu's character too because he did the trope where it's like he has a crush but is like not nice to her. He's <laughs> like, a very Sundere type. Yeah, that's what I was like super into that. That's my type. So I was like, yes. And then when he finally like caves and kisses her, it was the greatest thing ever. Oh yeah. You know, like that scene was amazing. Like you don't even have to know the whole story, but once you do, you're like, oh my God. Yes. Like finally, <laughs> like they've been skirting around each other for so long and like because you know she was the one who made like the first move so like she and then he's like no I'm gonna draw the line and she's like well fine you want to draw that line I'll draw draw that line even further with you and it's just like I just like all four of them in general I think is just a really really good combination of people like they got really good people to play this drama really fun and I mean I really liked it I I think anybody who is looking for that type of lightheartedness that you were mentioning I think will like business proposal and people are just really good to look at too yeah they're all very attractive yeah for sure and I just like that it has a happy ending because like nine times out of 10, these dramas are just so sad when they Mm -hmm. end. I know, or it just uh, ends so abruptly that you're like, huh, we're here already? Okay. I mean, like it is a cliche ending. Yes. It's clear, but like, it's just nice to see because I feel like K-dramas try so hard not to have the cliche ending that it just Mm -hmm. gets sad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's still open-ended enough where it's possible that, you know, if they ever decided to do like a a one-hour, two-hour special, that they could to fill in a little bit more of the gap. But I, one of the things is like, does it have that, uh, like, would you watch it again? Probably. I think I would. Like, I, if I, what, at least for me, when it comes to defining like good K-dramas, does it have its repeatability for yourself? So it's just like, yeah, I can see myself coming back to this drama and re-watching it just, you know, because why not, right? So I, yeah, I really, really like this drama. And um, it it also reminded me, it's just like, man, I love Sejong as an actress, but I do miss her singing at the same time because it's she's been a long time I feel yeah. like <laughs> and the fact that we got to see her like somewhat like when she's in her alter ego like looking like an idol kind of again it was just like I miss her looking like that I'm like oh man it's been a while <sighs> um I will say after getting to see An Hyosup act I started to be like okay I'm gonna watch more of stuff from him I watched Dr. Romantic 2 or Dr. oh Romantic. I've been meaning to watch that because I knew he was in it 
he's in it and oh my god just recommendation you should watch it you should watch it because i'm just like oh and apparently they're apparently filming or they're working on season three and he's coming back for season for three. season three because i know yeah. season one was different like yeah different cast. Um, very different cast um i wonder if they're gonna come if they'll bring back the original cast but not sure but i would like to see him i want to like he and the main lead of dr romantic are coming back for sure and i'm just like so more of unhealed self as a doctor sure sign me up he's i feel like he doesn't have that many like dramas to watch compared to some yeah. other like mm-hmm. high-end pretty boys but oh my god he's so nice to look at <laughs> he's right like sorry gonna be a little bit superficial and just like oh he's so handsome and then i i didn't know he like speaks really fluent english and i'm like oh that that made you he's canadian that's why and that's why i was just yeah. like i looked into it and i'm just like oh well that just knocked up the points just even higher i'm like wow i'd love to have an english conversation with you sir yeah and obviously he does use english in a business proposal because mm-hmm. they're like go food but it's it's baby go, go straight up <laughs> right and i'm just like so like i see where the product placement is coming in here that trope was very heavy when it comes to it but at the same time did not make you want to try some of the food that they were working on uh, like, yeah oh, what shit. was that the, the white kimchi like what was it that that chef made it was like um, white kimchi ravioli or something. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Shit, that sounds That's, so good. Right? And I'm just like, um, some of their uh, dumplings too. I've had the bulgogi one because they sell it at Costco from time to time, but made me want to try the other ones that they have. And I'm like, damn. Like, but also, I guess it also makes sense. It's like, why is there a lot of food in this drama? It's because they're also like food researchers. And everything so and that was different too because it's like we're used to not really seeing obscure companies like that usually it's some sort of like financial or marketing type of it's often like some marketing something yeah or yeah or like some some sort of like other industry that is just kind of bland <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> so like to see it from like a food business too it was just like, oh, oh. But I did see somebody made a comment about it uh, and they were talking, it was like, I was kind of low-key upset that it's called a business proposal, but we didn't really get anything businessy in it. And I'm like, I guess. No, the business proposal is when they had a contract to have the fake exactly, relationship. Exactly. That's the business proposal. Exactly. So it's just like, I mean, it did have business stuff, but-, but Business is boring. Nobody wants like, to watch business. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like, even though we're part of a business. <laughs> like, th- that, that's not the fun part of it. Like, no. of course, there, there's work involved, but it's like, you know, the fun part was that they got into this contract together. I feel like, I feel like people that say that are people that have not worked a nine to five job. Probably. Because business is- it's boring, dude. It's boring. <laughs> Business is boring. And I mean, all like me and Roxy know from 
you know, our paid jobs, we know what business is like. And, you know, it's getting the job done, sure, but it's just like, you don't, you don't get to make a fake dating contract with your exactly. boss at work. No. If you do, that is fucking wild. I don't think that uh, actually HR happens. HR is going to be on your Ooh, HR is going to. Ooh, no. Like, There's no such thing as HR in these dramas. No, 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 no. None of that. Because let's be real. In a real life scenario, this would not fly at all. You no. In a real life scenario, Sejong would have been fired on the spot. On the spot. On the spot. At her, like his grandpa would like would have de like I mean up almost until the end he really did not approve of her as her true self you know it wasn't until towards the end where it happened so it's just like yeah no like she she should have been let go from that job a, a while back the fact that she's hiding that that's why oh, that's why business is boring because <laughs> like no, hr is it. gonna make that stop don't ruin your life for it like no. no 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 or it's just like that's why like inner company dating is is hard and if it, you're it, dating in a company they probably mm-hmm. put you in completely different departments oh if yeah they allow yeah. it if they, they don't to. allow it then you get fired <laughs> yeah like you cannot be in the same department room as each other in real life so like, I mean, technically, yes, they did have like separate departments, but the fact like it's the fact that he would bug her in her department that makes it like, oh, my God, yeah, <laughs> like this that, would not fly. That part was super unrealistic when he like s- started showing up at her, like what her team was doing stuff. Mm-hmm. He'd never do that ever. He's like, oh, he's very involved but in real like we know like obviously it's a fantasy so like that doesn't happen can we also talk about her actual like co-workers and how they were in a relationship too yeah and I'm just like I knew something was going <laughs> on like I was just like they they fight with each other too long but what yeah, was that's your- another trope there yeah, like the co-workers <laughs> secretly dating. And then they're like, are you dating somebody? And she's like, no, no, me? Dating somebody? Maybe, but not here. <laughs> Reality. They got they get outed because he's the dumb, dumb, the co-worker, the older co-worker is like texting her, but text the group chat instead. That was another trope revealing. Um. I what was your most favorite part from business proposal? I like one. I like um when they're doing the fake dating and like falling in love but not telling each other. I love that shit. I live Mm -hmm. for it. Yeah, I I I agree. I think I really liked when she was her alter ego and they they were he was just kind of kind of like I'm into you I know your secret but I'm into you kind of situation I, I found it a little unrealistic that he was like so interested in her when she was being over the top because I think like yeah. a normal person would no like, yeah <laughs> I, I know it's like for the story and that's why they did yeah. it but that part I was like that seems a little like they're pushing it a little too hard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like I also really like enjoyed the whole I'm going to deny these feelings and the feelings that 
you have for me and I'm just gonna be ignorant and play like I don't know because she does that and I'm just like girl come on stop denying it we know we know (laughs) yeah I usually like that part and then I get really fucking bored when they like admit their feelings and start dating I like don't care about these k-dramas when they have issues in their dating life I'm like I you lost me I'm not interested anymore (laughs) yeah yeah but I I think for them like it was because it was oh there was always some sort of thing up against them when it came to it because they still technically had to fake it or like it was the grandpa situation that was like the biggest one and then here comes you know the the other dude that she her first crush you know as another obstacle like I felt like because they were going through different barriers it made it bearable to see in that case yeah because a lot of the times it's just like they fight and have miscommunications for like four or five episodes and I'm like this is stupid (laughs) y'all are manufacturing like content now yeah yeah but I mean lots of feels lots of cute feels (laughs) in terms of um this drama so I would watch it again um if you're interested in watching it it is available on Netflix so it's gonna require a subscription sorry but yeah I mean I I enjoyed it I think well, we have thoughts about the other, the last one, especially have thoughts. <laughs> More thoughts of that might not be positive. Um, yeah, a, a business proposal is good if you just want, like, if everything's too heavy and you just want, like, a nice mm-hmm. romance story that's, like, lighthearted and ends happily, it's good. Yeah. It's yeah. good for that. Yeah, I think it, it was a perfect timing for it to come out when it did. So, hey, if you're watching it, why not? right okay welcome back to part two um of our drama discussion we are going to start off strong here and talk about 25 21 lots of feels <laughs> i binged this the entire week because roxy watched it for before me and since i was stuck in isolation for covid i was like might as well let's just go let's do it and i cried <laughs> Yes. I, I watched this drama because I am in love with Nam Juhak. So I have to watch anything that he's in and I regret it a lot um, because it made me feel things I never wanted to feel. Yeah. I was just <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Like partially, like I liked it. Like, don't get me wrong. I liked it. Um, but man, it hurt. it hurt to watch because it's just like technically yes happy ending ish you know but it's still like not the happy ending I wanted bro not the happy ending I wanted either and And they they tell it to you like at the very beginning of the drama because it's told in like a flashback way so yeah the drama's introduced it starts in 2020 and it is the main character's child that is Mm -hmm. in the first scene so most of the drama just shows her essentially reading her mother's uh journal and yeah you know living the story that way and so it is set in the 90s which i thought was interesting right right because i'm just like man we had this type of shit in the 90s again like it, it kind of called back to like man I forgot how 
how things were back then like the beepers and everything and I'm like and the thick cell phones I'm like oh and having to go to like a video rental shop right and then like the the big like the big computer desktops right and I'm just like oh just I mean I know we were bored in the 90s but like we still got remnants of that especially when the new millennium came in and everything it was just like we were around for that so it was just like oh this is weird this is so weird to like see it set in the 90s like this but um before uh before we get into the drama his red mustang really (laughs) i was just like where did they even get a red mustang in korea to do this I'm like, damn, that's an old car. That's a very old car. Yeah, it was, I was a little unsure of the dynamic because uh, Namju Huck's character is like four plus years older than all the other characters. Mm-hmm. It, it is four years because the 25, 21, that yeah. the title is essentially when- It's that's where like, they end up at, to- at the end in terms yeah. of their stories. Yeah. So. Um, their ages so some people were upset about it because the the lead girl at the start of the drama is underage mm-hmm. um, but there's no like I don't want to say there's no romance but there's no like physical type of no things that happen and a lot and of the drama it- his character is like pushing that away yeah. as much yeah. as he can yeah like I think, I don't know if it just comes from the translation of it also. I mean, there were some strong words that were used to describe like how he felt about her, but it was kind of coming from a place of it's platonic and then it turned into something romantic for it. And by the time we got any real substance between the two of them, I mean, she was older at that point. It wasn't like, she was, you know, still like she was just getting out of high school and she's yeah. just so, turning into her career at this point. At the start of it, she's 17, um, international yeah. age, I believe, but mm-hmm. it goes through a period of time. I think it's two years at least. Mm-hmm. So they don't actually like start dating until she's 20. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but there is some sort of like confusion on feelings going on yeah like around eight 18 19 it does it does start where he's it's it's like a very platonic sort of like close friendship yeah and I think she develops feelings first so I think so too yeah like I I think it was definitely her but she didn't kind of know that she was having these romantic feelings like she knew she liked them but it was just like, it was that flip of the switch of something changed. And she's like, oh, I do have these feelings. And I think same for him too. It was just like, I like hanging out with this girl. I think she's funny. She does give me encouragement and everything like that. But it's like, it it didn't turn romantic right away either. So I was just like, okay, at least it was a slow burn. Yes, but it wasn't a slow burn that was like fuck like hurry up like just kiss you know like where it's not like that kind of slow burn it was a different slow burn where you got to actually see them really turn from friends to lovers in that case so 
I really liked it. It was a good coming of age story, not gonna lie. Like take away the romance, like her growth throughout the story was like fun to watch. I personally liked the friendship between her and um, Ko Yurim, her best friend. That I think is what made me really like the drama. And I cried more for them than I cried for the, the main couple, to be honest. I think one thing that made me cry like super hard is there's a scene um, where, what's his, Bek Yijin, what was his name? Bek Yijin. Yijin. Essentially Yijin's from a family where his dad, like they were like a super wealthy family and his dad lost all the money and yeah like ran off so his family splintered so he's like at the start what is he like 20 kind of yeah 2021 yeah um where he's like living on his own and he barely can make it and there are like um loan sharks you know busting down his door and people like screaming at him like your dad owes me money take responsibility what's the and he's just standing there like sobbing I was so upset seeing that I felt so bad for him yeah, his character was real, like, really, like, you felt bad. You felt bad seeing his situation. And he's just like, or the one line, and they called back to it towards the end. Um, You know, you don't deserve to be happy. For, like, you know, like, happiness isn't for you. And he's like, yes, you're right. I'm not going to be happy. Yeah, person. that's what, that's what, like, broke me. And I was just like, oh, that sucks this actually sucks and you see that these kids are like you know struggling through it too because also you know her like what's her name Hido is her name um you see her you see what happened to the economy take away her dreams of being you know uh the star fencer at her school you know, she she does some questionable things just to <laughs> get back into the club she wanted to um she get to get into to be with Koyurim, but um it was just like they were desperate at the time. I think everybody was just desperate to get something done. And my heart also broke for Koyurim's family situation too. Like it happened to her family, and now you know she had to sacrifice, you know. And she had to take, you know, the fall for like, I'm, I was this country's darling in terms of fencing. And here I have to do, here I have to go off to a different country and represent a different country because I need the money. And it was just really sad to see, but there were a lot of good moments from here, from them. Again, my favorite part is the friendship between Hido and Yurim. You get to, like, that one's the, the um in some ways not like romantic lovers but platonic lovers friends to lovers seeing or um enemies to friends happen I think it was real like when it when they realized it was just like yay yay but did you (laughs) at first did you at first think the person who Hido was talking to in Jomi was Nam Juhok at first? I did. Yes. So did I, I did. was just like, no. Because yeah. it's like, it's it's very nostalgic because they're in like a 90s chat room, right? Yeah. You know, back in the time when you did like AOL, AIM chat rooms. Yeah. Like, it was it not was, even then yet. It was just the no. blue screen. <laughs> yeah, it was before that. 
So it, initially they just tease someone else talking to her on the other side. And I think they do make you want to think it's Yijin, mm-hmm. um, but then it's later revealed to be Go Yurim. So they right. like hate each other, except they're like best friends on the internet. And once they yeah. realize like it, Yurim doesn't really want to believe it at first <laughs> and yeah, like tries to make it look away. like it's Yijin. Yeah. But um, eventually they become like really good friends and it yeah. is very cute. And it was just satisfying to also see them fence together. Like you got their very first bout and, you know, it brought up the controversy of, oh, she stole the gold medal. Um, And then two, here they are representing different countries at the Olympics. And, you know, it's a hard thing. And they, they were put pit against each other again. And it was just like when they had that last match, tears absolute tears of just like oh (laughs) like I mean she she achieved her dreams like she wanted to be her rival and beat her and she did and I was just like oh my god oh my god and yeah like I said their friendship is probably the one thing that would make me return back to this drama if I wanted to but I don't think I want to go back to this circuit like this this I, I don't think I could do it just because everything is so emotional and like there are moments that are so sad they're just like yeah. so heartbreaking and like I, I can't count the amount of times that I just was like sitting at my desk crying while I was watching this like I'm like uh-huh. yeah, yeah and it was I think this is where like what it wasn't like in business proposal it was very like slice of life like really you could see like like this can happen to her you know at its time period so like it felt very very real and like I wasn't even expecting them to bring up 9-11 yeah that (laughs) that I I don't know how they work that in I'll be honest I don't know how they work that in but it took me for a loop. I was just like, oh shit. That just makes it worse. Right. That just makes it even more right. <laughs> like and I'm and just terrible. like, oh my God. How like the fact that they brought this up because um he is he becomes a um he took odd jobs, but then he becomes a reporter for a very um popular broadcasting station, which is also Hido's mom's main um uh news station and then he works his way up being a correspondent and then eventually the news anchor at the um company but like when he becomes a correspondent and goes to new york i was just like oh oh shit like it it didn't really click until like seconds before like oh their anniversary is on um and they're like oh let's go in september and then it was just like september 11th is that (laughs) oh my god oh my god how did they do this why why did they do this I I know it just makes it so much more terrible and like yeah to me it's not a happy ending because I like it when you know the main characters end up together which yeah you know that's just because like to me just like being alive is can be depressing enough like can't we mm-hmm. just have our stories be happy like yeah can't yeah. I just have like like drama but it ends up happy because like we know in real life that doesn't always happen but I don't need a reminder of right. that when I am watching entertainment so I right <laughs> I was right. I, I'm very upset that they did not like end up together 
but like you knew and you knew because of the the kid and I didn't like that I was just low-key was kind of hoping like did they have a kid but they're just you know like hoping secretly he's just not in the picture right now because of his career just like um her mom you know I was like low-key to the very end I was like who is your dad you know I don't think they ever say no they don't or they just allude to it like yeah she got married or something to another dude and like and I think that's what hurt too because it's just like you know that they really loved each other like even at the end you knew that they loved each other it was just kind of right person wrong time situation but I'm like y'all could have made it work just a little (laughs) bit like honestly because she was gonna eventually retire you know so it was just like oh I was kind of low-key hoping like when she pulled up to the tunnel at the end as her older self he would be on the other end yeah but now no you can't you can't get happiness with this (laughs) with this drama you don't get happiness no all the other all the other characters the friends got decently happy ending and then this and I was just like why that does like I I really like I enjoyed watching the story but I can't go back because it just it was so it was heartbreaking yeah not in like not in like a scarring way like other things I've seen but just like I don't want to go through that again yeah It, it for what it's worth yes it's a good drama like it's really good but there's a lot of like moments it's very emotional that you're just like yeah it might take me a while to ever come back to this ever again but like the whole their whole friendship regardless you know the sad points I think that's what was you know the standout it was the friendship that all five of them had but it was at the same time it was still about Hido and her dreams and, you know, the parallel is that, you know, the daughter didn't want it. The daughter does ballet. She lost passion for it. And I mean, it parallels her because she loved fencing, but her dad passed away that made her not enjoy it anymore. And so it's, at the end, her story inspires the daughter to get back into what she knows that she loves, which I can see that, but still not the ending that we wanted. No. And how they still technically at the end when they meet at the tunnel at the end, they're still saying goodbye to each other and goodbye to that memory. So it's just like. Sad. (laughs) I don't want this. Yeah. Like, no, don't, does not want, I wanted happy ending get together. Like as soon as he said, like when she was, it was it. Uh, San Francisco right San Francisco was the last her last tournament um or like yeah the last tournament and he says congratulations on your marriage I'm like no they didn't end up together yeah I think I think that kind of sums up the thoughts on it to be honest yes it's good but man it's emotional damage for sure (laughs) (laughs) okay let's go to the last one because I know we have a lot that we can say about it so the last drama we're going to talk about is season one of Yumi Cells um, which is very topical since the second season is currently going on and 
I don't see okay this is where so when we were discussing this we're like oh what dramas are we gonna watch Roxy recommended 25 21 to me I said hey I need you to watch Yumi's Cells because I need to know your thoughts and so I kind of pushed this one because I had extreme thoughts at the time so if you can't tell in our faces already (laughs) it's like it's hard to articulate because it's not like it's It's like not bad yeah it's not bad but I did not like on Bohyun's character at all. I thought he looked scruffy and gross. Um, and their love story seemed weirdly forced and not natural. Yeah, it like, it like, as I, cause I started watching season two um, and like thinking about it, I kind of had to remember like what had happened a little bit. And it was just like, it came in like like a storm it happened so fast and so quickly that it was just like what happened here (laughs) what happened here essentially what what happens is oh oh, can I just say what what absolutely threw me off okay I started this drama and in the first scene um Shiny's Minho is in her bed shirtless and nothing prepared me for that like I, he's not in the character list. He's not like a main character. So uh, I look and I was like, is that, is that fucking Minho? What, what is going on? Why is Minho in her bed shirtless? And then it like reveals that she's dreaming and she has a crush on her coworker, which is Minho. Um, but that doesn't work out because he's gay. Um, Pride month, here we go. <laughs> hey. So she's like all upset. Cause she's like, I had a one-sided love. And, eh. um, so he sets, uh, Minho sets her up with on Bohyun. On Bohyun. Why can't I say his name? Uh, sets him up on a blind date and immediately this guy is like, I'm in love with her. And she's like, I'm still sad because I am in love with a gay man. And yeah. then suddenly they're dating. <laughs> yeah. It's just like suddenly like this, like, so, okay. Other premise of Yumi Cells. The reason why it's called Yumi Cells is because Um, there is an aspect of animation in this show where um, it goes into her mindset and you see her cells at work and each cell um, is different emotions and different feelings and other things that make her work as Yumi and um, everybody has like one prime main cell and unfortunately Yumi is, is love and she has no love in the beginning. Like you, love is stuck in a coma and, you know, not Yo, alive. That sounds like me though. The start of her show was like, I do be a business worker with no prospects. So like, I get, Yeah. I just you hope love what? isn't my primary cell. Yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> so, you know, no, no, like it, it, it kind of makes you think like, okay, is this what's going on inside my head? <laughs> you know, like, but I was hoping I would have, I think it's cute that they do have the animations, but I would have preferred to see like just different copies of her and her doing, you know, rather than, you know, there's this type of cell and all of, you know, different. I rather would like to see like her, her version of what her love is as herself, you know, and her version of what anger is as herself, um, if you get what I mean. So it was just Something like- to- 
sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I found it a bit jarring where it goes from like animation to like the real life, real life. Mm-hmm. And the animation part makes it feel like a kid's movie. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Um, so when we're talking about like adult situations and then suddenly we switch over and we're into like the cell world, I'm like, hold on. Like, yeah, yeah. It switches. So like, I think I wouldn't have mind it if you can just hear their voices. Cause like if, as long as you can, you know, associate the voice to the cell, you can hear it, but, and they do that throughout the show, but it's just like, I mean, I know they're about her cells, but they're placing too much focus on the story of what's going inside her brain rather than her in in real time what's going on so yeah I actually did not like the animation portion of her cells actually yeah I mean like I think it was cute but like it got old pretty quickly very quickly I think my only favorite, like if I had to really pick out of her cells, who my favorite one was, is the the hunger one, the food one. <laughs> he's my favorite one just because he's like, Peggle Pa, give me food. And I'm and like, like destroying Move. everything. Exactly. It's a pretty accurate Move. representation of hunger though. Very, very. And then, and so like reason is her other, like I want to say reason is probably the second in command to love. But even then he gets walked all over by the other cells and emotions. So it's just like, man, this girl don't know how to make a decision for herself. I'm just like, come on, like, come on. Go ahead. I, I did see online. There were people praising like toward the end of the first season, how she sort of stands up for herself. Yeah. Um, but that's like the only time it happens. And I got to say, uh, Bohyun's character, the friend that's a girl, she sucks. Yeah. She yeah. sucks. <laughs> like that is like toxic red flag. We woo run away. Like, you're that person. You're a bad person. Like, yeah, that was <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Like, and the fact that he didn't like push against it enough too was annoying. Yeah. Um, he like never stood up like called her out on her bullshit and it was just like I felt like he was so robotic as a character in general because he's like like you know he he's just like on Bohan's character is like gaming work gaming work must focus I I feel like the personality they gave him was that he just dresses like a bum a, a bum that was it yeah like, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess like when they first met, he was telling stupid jokes because like yeah. his, his brain was all messed up because he was he's attracted like, to her. And but he's like, like, oh, I don't know how to talk to a girl anymore, you know? Yeah. But uh, nothing about his character was like enticing in any way. Yeah. I was like, and even then, like, I do think he looked better clean shaven. I think he did look a lot better. But like his long hair, like I know he's a good looking dude, but I was like, ooh, no. Yeah, it was not a good look on him. And like we've seen him in other dramas where he looks fantastic. This was not not it. I will like small minor spoil for season two. He's, he is in at least the first episode. He looks way better. 
<laughs> he looks way better. Okay. So you, that, that's the only little spoiler I give. He looks way better. Thank God he looks like this now, you know, because God, he like, part of it is like, she's attracted to this. <laughs> and I mean, maybe it's us projecting like our preferences of what we look for in a person, you know, but it was just like, really? Him? I mean, yes, good looking, but like, he doesn't really dress that well. His hair it was not good for his like overall face structure. He wasn't that clean per se. Even his desk was messy, you know? And his ruling, I forgot what his main emotion is for him because they go into his, his cells a little bit too. And um, there, like his reason, his main cell reason was kind of like, there, there's just no communication, disconnect somewhere. And um, it just, they, them two as a couple, was not it yeah it's I did like did not care about their relationship at all I was like not invested whatsoever no so it was kind of hard to watch just because it's like I know it's supposed to be about their selves making them work so it's like less focus on like the actual relationship but that I don't (laughs) yeah and it's even then like you kind of felt like her because Yumi's primary cell is love she makes irrational like love decisions and it was just like she she really wore her heart on her sleeve for him and like and you you kind of could tell like oh this is not gonna end well which is interesting because there was so much talk in the cells of how like the love cell was dead except it's not not like dead but like wasn't like one of one of um Bohan cells like tries to come into her cell land or whatever and they like throw him out mm-hmm. like it's supposed to show that like she's guarded but was she really that guarded I don't think so to be honest I don't think so I think she was just oblivious to a lot of it and she was just like if I like if I can't see it it doesn't it's not there but you know it's like right across from you you know you know it's there but you're just like choosing to like nope nothing nothing's gonna happen but it's been there and you're just denying it so yeah and I and it kind of made me hate her as like when she's in love because like she threw all the reason out the window and did not read like I'm like girl that's a bad no. idea yeah very way. everyone bad don't idea. ever do that <laughs> no, no 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 like really think about the relationships that you're getting into especially if you're older I mean if you're young and you're trying to figure it out that's different of course just be safe but like as you know adults we got to really think about what are we getting ourselves into and like in and a not way, be in love just for the sake of being, in being love, in which love. is what this kind of felt like it did it there's did. no like base chemistry or base reason that these two would be attracted to each other other than like he's like oh my god she's so pretty like yeah. that was that was like oh we it. have a mutual friend and it was kind yeah. of like they compromised to each other like 
oh, if I like this, I'll like it because you like it. And I'm like, no, like, it's fine to like bond over things and eventually like about it. But like you mentioned, it's forced. And it was just like, "Mm." but you know what I do like about this drama? And it's the only reason why I'm watching season two. In Young. In Young. Yeah. I'm like I'm only here for him at this point because listen he is the only saving grace and like he even him like he was going through some sort of breakup in the in season one and um they become friends and by the way Jin Young in drag very pretty what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm, I'm like, not surprised though and I'm just like, how he has the long hair and he's like this. And I'm just like, <laughs> yes, like, I would like you to be my best friend like this. Yes. But um, them, their chemistry, I liked a lot because they had somewhat something to relate to together. Aside from being co-workers, you know, it was kind of like she kind of gave him comfort when he was going through something and clearly he is the main lead for season two yeah i was gonna say he is the main lead this time right i hope so i hope well i guess episode 10 which is the end of season one left on somewhat of a cliffhanger yeah um so there's no guarantee that he is the next main lead but but the posters say otherwise. Yes, the posters sort of. Yeah, all the marketing it. that is going in for for this one is it has Jin Young on the posters, and so I'm gonna assume Jin Young is gonna be the main lead, and I hope it actually ends up happy because I feel like Yumi with Anbohyun's character. God, I don't even remember. I didn't like his character that much that I don't even remember his character name anymore. Um, that he Woom, that's his name. Um, yeah, Goom. It kind of was like, okay, I'm getting back into love. I'm testing the waters of what being in love is and in a relationship again. And then I'm hoping, hoping, let's see where it ends up when the season ends, that it'll be like, I actually found my person in Jin Young. Like this is. I needed to go through this trial so I can find this person. And I'm really hoping for that because again, the only reason why I'm watching season two and sticking around is just for him at this point, because I'm just like, ugh. I do no. really hope like the chemistry is better because I was bored watching yeah, the first season. I was bored too. Um, and that's never good <laughs> for anything. So mm-hmm. I, I do just hope that like, it makes more sense or gets better because like the concept is you know interesting Mm -hmm. but it's it's weird to it's hard to get over the like animation aspect of it yeah oh I mean we're gonna get more of it in season two of course but we're gonna see um I I like his name Jin Young's name it's Bobby (laughs) um so we're gonna see Bobby's cells come into play and see how his brain thinks and how that works out for him but other than that I'm just like it was like gritting teeth to get to the end of that season it was and even like what is it the first three episodes or something two um just her like hyper fixation on Minho 
And the way that she was speculating about his behavior, I was like, this is so very teenager of you. Yeah. You're like, like, I know I'm old, but like, it's at some point you don't just like be like, oh my God, is he saying that? Cause he's going to ask me out. You just fucking ask if he is. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There she's very childish when it comes to love. So it was just like, girl, you're a fucking adult. Come on. Like, I don't like this. Like, oh, oh, didn't like not to say that her the actress that plays her Kim Golan is a bad actress, you know, because she I like her actually as an actress. I like her a lot. I'm just like it's the character. Yeah, I don't. And also her haircut. What the hell? The haircut is awful. And I don't understand why. Like, (laughs) and I think it's also I think it's because it, it kind of like yes it is supposed to be youthful but like I think it's a uh, representation of how she's childish you know it's kind of a like I think if they just if they were if they were just gonna give her bangs they didn't have to cut it so blunt of a bob because it really feels like man I used to have that haircut when I was a kid okay (laughs) I had that same exact haircut as a kid did not want to return back to that I don't think that haircut like looks good on anyone to be honest. No. Are there some people who can pull it off? Yes. But like the big It does have a very like childish sort of like aura to it, if that makes sense. Because like as an adult, if you get bangs, that usually is like you have longer hair to match the bangs, not like cutting it off. I could never have hair that short because it's so freaking curly, it would like be up here. But Mm -hmm. I just like I I don't know. Yeah. Like it's the, it, I think it's the length of it because it's like here, if you have it to here, you could pull, like, I think you could pull it off. But if you have it like up here, like it, it kind of makes it look childish. So I'm just like, why did they make you have this hairstyle? Why? They could have just, you know what they could have done? Just kept it like very short bob like this, w- one length, just kept it at that. I think she would have been fine because she's done it before in other dramas. She looks good with it, in my opinion. But I'm just like... I do think it was the bangs being so short that made the haircut terrible. Yeah. It, it was. Just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, please. I mean, we're getting more of it in season two, obviously. But oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Girl, like, just red flags everywhere. Get your shit together in season two, please. Please. But I think... My only thing I'd say about this drama to people who are wanting to watch it, proceed with caution because, oh, you might get, it'll either raise your blood pressure or it's going to just be like, oh, I don't like everything. And you might stop it in the middle because there's a lot to to take in. Honestly, I only finished it because we were going to talk about it. Otherwise I would not have. And that's just... A personal opinion because I did look at reviews online and there were some rave reviews about this drama. Really? What were they saying? I don't remember exactly, but it was like, I don't know. I really don't know because <laughs> I'm just like so caught on how childish her behavior is and like how shallow the relationship is that like mm-hmm. I just can't see how any of it would be considered like good yeah and I like like I said I also this by the way that Yumi Cell is based off 
another webtoon. So, um, like, I, I, I really, really want to push and hope. I, like I said, I'm staying for Jin Young and I just want to see how his story is going to play out because I like his story particularly. And yes, sure, bias, got seven, sure, sure. But he's also a really good actor aside from that. So um, that's the only thing that is keeping me to watch this because I just want to see Jin Young at this point. And are we going to get something spicy with Jin Young? Like how we did? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just my saying. face go red. Stop. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> the curse of being white. <laughs> but at the same time, like they they introduced it. Obviously, like and I think that's what sucks. It's like this is supposed to be a show for people who are our age. You know, it's for an adult perspective. But because you have the animations of her cells, it it takes it down that notch but there are mature things hello like i said there's a spicy scene that they they don't fully go into it but it, you know what happens and i'm just like a teenager is not supposed to take my movie i'm watching this like um cover your eyes you know to the, like a younger person like no you're not watching this hell no um but they're trying to make it relatable to adults, but at the same time, it with the animation and how she acts, it's like, no. I wonder if the point is to showcase that immaturity because like when the show opens, they talk about how she has like no romantic experience whatsoever. So mm-hmm. like, that doesn't mean you're stupid about it though. <laughs> yeah, no, it just, it just like the, like we know she's just a person who loves hard because prior to um she's been in like one other relationship prior to uh on Bohan's character and when she was with that person it was another relationship where she is the one giving more than she should and the other person's not reciprocating it anymore and so like she just loves really hard and like you know, we all know somebody who's like that at one point or another. And so it's just like, uh, just because you love hard doesn't make you immature. It's just you, you rule with this emotion and it makes you do things that you're like, uh, rationality, where did you go? So yeah I, I you yeah I, I I agree it just because it shows like it's supposed to show that immaturity but yeah but it doesn't have to be it, yeah you're not dumb just because you're immature lack you just, of experience doesn't mean like you don't know yeah. what you're doing by the time you're that age you should understand that um not focusing on a problem doesn't make it go away yeah and exactly. um, not to shut off your reason for any reason <laughs> yeah like no honestly the that that's a reason why reason is there reason is supposed to make you think clearly you're like you're supposed to yes go through your emotions and you know fight off different ones but at the end reason is what will lead you into the decisions that you're going to be making and she doesn't make smart ones up until you know like are there certain ones that she makes like oh okay but other than that like um no 
So let's see what season two's just how that's gonna play out and how how she's gonna end up. I do speculate of like, oh, is there gonna be a love triangle? Is he gonna come back? If he does, she better kick him out. Anytime, anytime one of those motherfuckers comes back, uh uh-uh. Like, no, no. Absolutely not. There are no second chances in this house. (laughs) No, absolutely not. No. Unless there's like a like an absolute good reason. And this man does not have any good reasons. So absolutely not. Get him out. No, no. Like we will, if we were friends, both me and Roxy are like, what the fuck are you doing? He is terrible as a boyfriend and a lover. He may be good to look at, but no, he did nothing for you. He did nothing except give you this temporary moment of happiness and joy and fun. But even then, you had to warm up to what he did. No, girl, don't do it. (laughs) We get so intense about this. Yes, don't do it. Like, and that's why I think that's why we saved it for the very last because it was just like, Oh, there's so much thoughts, so much emotions. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see with season two. All right. Uh, I think we're good to wrap up. Any final thoughts? Um, just let us know what other K dramas you want us to watch. What we should rec- like open to recommendations would be down to do another episode like this where we just talk about like you know K dramas because we don't do it often on this podcast, and so. I think if you want to let us know what we should be watching next, that would be super cool. Just drop it in social media anywhere, in the comments. Love to hear it. I hope at least, maybe not Yumi Cells, but for the two two dramas that we watch, I hope you guys, if you haven't watched it already, that you check them out because they were they were really good, in my opinion. So yeah, just let us know. I'm already watching. I'm, I'm back on that field of, I'm watching K-dramas again. So I'm going to go through that field. So I would love to watch more and down to talk about more in the future. But yeah, that's it for me. I agree with everything you said. So if you do have any recommendations, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us on our social media platforms. Uh, We do have a K-drama column um, that comes out every other week. So uh, if you're looking for recommendations on what's going on now, you can definitely check that out on our website. And um, we are now available, we are available, I should say, we are available on all platforms. So give us a follow and don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Mm -hmm. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our channel to catch our next episode. So this has been the CrazeCast and we'll see you next time. Bye. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.